0: This episode is brought to you by Sith Daggers. Who needs GPS? As long as you're standing on exactly the right hill, looking at the exact right piece of wreckage, holding the dagger at the exact right angle, you'll know exactly where to go. Sith Daggers!
1: be with me be with me be with me these are your final episodes ray rise and record them ray 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 bring back the podcast ray as i did
0: the microphone find the microphone ray
1: you're not alone ray alone never have you been Every podcaster who ever lived, lives in you. The podcast surrounds you, Ray. Let it guide you, as it guided us. Feel the podcast flowing through you, Ray. Let it lift you. Rise, Ray. We stand behind you,
0: Ray. Ray, rise with the podcast.
1: In the heart of a podcaster lies her strength. Rise, rise, Ray. The podcast will be with you. Always.
2: Hello
1: and welcome to episode 36 of Voice of Rebellion. I'm Gabe. And I'm Mark. And together, we make a dyad in the force. It's true.
0: We're, We're able to pass things to one another. Actually, do you think
1: that Luke and Leia could be considered a dyad? Like, whether or not, like, they actually are, it just seems like they would have, like, the, kind of the, the same setup as a dyad, the way they can communicate across space. I okay. think so, and I think, it'd be,
0: I think like, maybe, like, if they had, like, tried to make it stronger, they could have.
1: Yeah. Because it seems, like, um, when we well, talked about this earlier, it seems more like Snoke, like, accidentally made the dyad between Rey and Kylo Ren stronger yeah. by connecting them in the Force. Yeah. Um, Oops. Then, oopsie. <laughs> had, like, yeah, they could teleport objects. Yeah. But it just seems like, especially after Rise of Skywalker, you just you really get a sense of, like, how connected Luke and Leia are. Yeah. Um, you see their Force Ghosts at the end. You're like, it's like a, you know, maybe it's just a family unit. But. Which is funny because, like, if you go back
0: and watch the original trilogy, they were not on screen together at, a lot at all. No. They spent most of A New Hope apart yeah then they spent almost the entirety of Empire Strikes Back apart except yeah. for like one scene and then Return of the Jedi they were like hanging out on, Tidari- on the shuttle Tidarium and then had a race together <laughs> and then were like worn apart the entire rest yeah like, I mean don't...
1: there's a bunch of books and comics in between no, I but, know. But, I know. But, but yeah I know it's, it's yeah. yeah yeah okay we should actually probably do an episode on dyads. Yeah. <laughs> the entire episode. Yeah. Let's well, just, let's just rayload it up. Well, there's, there's like,
0: uh, Ulic Quel'drama and uh, the Old Republic.
1: I'm gonna pretend I know who that is. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, we're having a lively discussion here. Yes. So let's, let's go see. to the news. Yeah. So,
0: uh, the trailer for season seven of the Clone Wars came out. It looks suitably epic. Yeah. The great thing is, is, about cartoons and stuff is they basically have, I know that this is an exact, they basically have an unlimited budget. Mm-hmm. Like they can make things as big as they want. Every, every single like new thing you model takes time and everything. So that costs money. Right. But they can make things on such like an even more epic scale. Right. Then you would necessarily see in movies. And it looks like it's going to be a really, really epic.
1: Yeah, I like how how much they seem to be building up Darth Maul. Um my question is, so where where did they pick up his character in Rebels? Like I want to know where they where they're supposed to end his character in Clone Wars. Um well,
0: Solo takes place between
1: Yeah, but Rebels. like well, so, he, okay, so he So just, I'm,
0: I'm guessing they will begin to they have They just him. won't
1: end his story. He'll just be like, "I'm off making yeah, a I mean, criminal empire." They may show him like forming a criminal empire. Okay. Possibly.
0: Um, and then Ahsoka has to survive. And then in the trailer, we actually see a few scenes that are from, um, revenge of the Sith. Which ones were they? There's like Mace Windu says, I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Um, and then there's a, the hologram of Yoda, like responding to him Mm -hmm. and they're standing around the table. Mm. But, uh, Kanan from rebels, his master was, um, one of the Jedi council members. I can't remember who, but she's standing there and there's a little boy standing next to her. So I think it's Kanan. Okay. That was established in the Kanan comic book yeah. series, who his master was and everything. Yeah. So we're actually going to see a, a little bit of Kanan, I think maybe, you know, maybe just like a single scene or something. Yeah. Um, cause also he had a different name as well. That's right. And so he changes... He changed it to basically, like, help him hide. Yeah. Um, okay. And then there's also this scene with Anakin, like, touching holographic Padme's hand while she was, like, holding her belly. hmm But Anakin and Padme were never separated from the time he found out she was pregnant to the point at which he was like, I'm gonna go murder younglings now. Well, actually, I mean, after he murdered younglings, he then, like, he came back for a second. So I don't know...
1: What um, what they're doing there? Unless it's like, yeah, I was gonna say maybe it was just after he was like, I'm gonna go on this mission for the Chancellor to wipe out the Trade Federation. Yeah, but so but, here's my but the scene on Mustafar, he's like, what are you doing here? Like, yeah. it seems like if they communicated in between, he wouldn't yeah. be so surprised. Well, I kind of hope because if
0: we're seeing scenes from Revenge of the Sith, I hope that like the last three episodes are just episode three from all the other Jedi's perspectives. As you watch everything go down, you get an extended version. Yeah. Like you get to see like Isla Sakura on Felucia, like connecting with her clones.
1: Kind of like how like agents of shield was just an extended version of, um, winter soldier. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So
0: you see it from all these different perspectives and then at the end you see like, um,
1: Ahsoka run off on her own and stuff like that. Yeah. I want to know. What is Ahsoka even up to right now? Because she left the Jedi Order, I think season six, where they left off of Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, she just... Chilling. Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm not sure. So I've only actually seen the first, uh, like, two seasons of Clone Wars, so I'm going through and rewatching them. Oh. And wow. I just restarted that today. Yeah. And I actually went over Star Wars... The official Star Wars website has a list of how to watch it in a chronological order. Hmm. You actually have to watch an episode from season two, then season one, then the movie that came out in the theaters. Right. So, all right, let me, let me break this down for you. So imagine it's 2000, whatever, when the Clone Wars movie
2: came out in the theaters.
0: I think it was 2008. 2008 sounds yeah. right. So yeah. it's 2008. You go to the, to see it in the theaters Mm -hmm. and the opening 20 minutes, because the movie is just three episodes smashed together. So the first 20 minutes is the liberation of, uh, I believe the planet is Christophus. So they, they liberate Christophus (laughs) and you're like, cool. Like, and, uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin are stuck on that planet. And that's when Ahsoka shows up Mm -hmm. and they, End up freeing the planet. Fine. Cool. Then you're watching the Clone Wars series. And you get to Season 1, Episode 16. Mm -hmm. Ahsoka's nowhere to be seen. They are on Christophus talking about how the whole planet is under siege. (laughs) And they get betrayed by a clone. Then Season 2, Episode 16... Is them arriving on Christophus and the city and the planet coming under siege. Why? Why did they do this? <laughs> so what I think it was was they were trying to sort of make it feel like an anthology, like it was sort of skipping around. Yeah. But the problem is, is if you're like a ten-year-old kid trying to watch the Clone Wars yeah. series, you're gonna be like, Why is Christophus under siege? I watched the Clone Wars movie and yeah. they freed the citizens. Yeah. So Luckily, they do have a chronological watching order. And so today I watched those three, including the the Clone Wars movie. Yeah. um, And got to see, like, the whole Siege of Christophus happen and stuff like that. So, but it's really, (laughs) really weird. And it's not, that's the thing, is it's not like these episodes were just out of order, but, like, back to back. Mm -hmm. You have the movie, and then 16 episodes in, you have a Christophus episode. That is the middle point, and then a whole season later, <laughs> 16 episodes in, is the beginning of
1: Christophus. Like, yeah, yeah. So it just occurred to me, um, they could totally do this, um, to tie it to the Mandalorian, is they could actually show, um, uh, Moth uh, Gideon, whose name, mm-hmm, yeah, um, like coming to like raid the planet. Yeah, well, and you if could it, show it would have to be like the last episode, but you, you could, could show like, little little kid Mando getting yeah. rescued by
0: the
1: like mocking getting like raiding the planet and getting the dark saber. No, because the dark dark saber no, wait, is no. in the hands. Of, That's right. That was um, okay. No, you're right. That's not yeah. right at all. Okay, I take back what I said.
0: Yeah, but you could have yeah the little Mando. It's at least the setup. slaughtered. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Uh, next, next piece of news, at least you want to talk more about. Well, I was going to bring up that watching order. So it goes. The, the way you're supposed to watch it is. Okay. Uh, it's just too silly. Episode 216, okay. season 2, episode 16, then 116, then the film, then 301, then 303, then 101, 102, and it goes in order for a while. Um, then, at, in Season 2, you go from 201, 202, 203, 217, 218, 219, 204, 205. <laughs> like, it just really... And then, you get 51 episodes in, you have to go back and watch a, a, Season 1, Episode 22. <laughs> like, it's completely... I'm I'm surprised that some of like, the last episodes you see aren't like, oh yeah, you have to go back and watch... Season 1, episode 5. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're at the very end of the... Yeah, so... So it's been
1: interesting. But I'll I'll make sure that on our Facebook page it's got the whole... Um, no, in, embedded in that viewing order is a secret Illuminati code... Yeah. ...that gets you into the secret layer. You're just not paying attention. Oh, I'll have to pay closer attention. Yeah. So we've got... Uh, next piece of news. Everyone on the internet losing their shit over... The leaked Colin Trevorrow Trevorrow. script.
0: Oh, who could have leaked the Colin Trevorrow (laughs) script written by Colin Trevorrow? (laughs) The guy who got fired from writing Star Wars and might hold a grudge and was really excited because apparently some people didn't like Rise of Skywalker. Who could it possibly be?
1: And so online there seems to be some mixed reviews. But, like, of course you get, like, these... The most toxic part of the Star Wars fan base who yeah. are like, see, this is what we could have had.
0: But it's like, not, because no plan survives contact with the enemy. Every single script yeah. is the perfect script. But, yeah. but the minute you have rewrites and you have people going in there and editing all kinds of yeah, stuff... Yeah, this like, was like a, a,
1: a first draft that they made before Last Jedi was even released.
0: Yeah. And... So I, I've not,
1: I've not read the two and a half hour long script. Yeah. But. I, I started reading a couple things about it and I just, I was like, I was going to read this complete breakdown of it before we started recording. Cause I was yeah. like, Oh, I should probably read up on it. I I couldn't bring myself to do it because it's like, can we just accept what we got? Why yeah. do we need to care about this? Yeah. Because in the end, like, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's fan fiction. Yeah. All right. Like, stop getting, like, obsessively angry about it. Like, oh, this is what we could have had. Yeah. Like, it just, we have what we have. Like, I wasn't totally satisfied with Rise of Skywalker, but I've learned to just accept it and appreciate what it does well. And I'm not saying you can't, like, try to imagine what could have been. I mean, we did a whole episode on how would we rewrite Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But that's just, like, all in good fun. This was, like, people were like, this is what the story should be like mm-hmm. I will not accept anything different kind of like or like trying to point out like 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 we we, we did an episode on re-ranking Star Wars but we still love what we got yeah i mean yeah. we're not like angry about it yeah so i'm just i'm tired of the internet fan culture i actually i tried out twitter for a couple months yeah <laughs> can't do it i can't do it yeah. i i, I cuz i can't help but click on the comments of something yeah. and then i just see like all the crazy on the like on the Star Wars post, I see all like the crazy like, "How dare you kill Ben Solo!" Like yeah. it's over and over again. I like comment here and there, and then I get blocked by them. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't. I just I can't do it. I, yeah. It, it, well, and one of the problems is like basically any time a
0: movie comes out, this Star Wars or the Marvel movies, I'm always really really excited after I see it. And then I go and I read, like, a review or one of my friends is like, mm-hmm. man, that movie really sucked. <laughs> and it immediately makes me go, wait, did it? Right. Oh, no. Well, oh, it's like, no. when did, did I... you just enjoy yeah, it? Yeah. And like, then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and then I feel kind of, like, bad when I'll, like,
1: like, write Twitter, Like, yeah. liking it. Yeah. Like, I'll
0: write something like, oh, I loved it. <laughs> rise of skywalker yeah. and then I'm, but i feel kind of like okay now brace for impact because yeah somebody's gonna come out and be like well actually it was garbage <laughs> so at one point on twitter i said it was before rise of skywalker came out i said just so everybody knows it's gonna be very difficult for me to not like this <laughs> i'm just I'm, I'm gonna probably like it yeah and if if you don't like it I don't really care and I don't really want to hear you tell me how much you didn't like it after I tell you that I did. So just so you're aware, your opinion does not matter to me and I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Because I didn't want to have people try to hop in and be like, well, actually it sucks.
1: You know? Yeah. Well, I think there's a difference. Like, like I hated solo, but I don't think you're a bad person because you liked Solo. I think you're a bad person because like, you didn't like Solo. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, I just... Yeah. Opinions have become religion and opposing opinions have become blasphemy to people. Yeah. And I'm just... That's a whole other... We'll do that with our uh, society podcast. Yeah. <laughs> society, man. We live in a society. Like, why can't it just, like, chill out? Um...
0: Speaking of people being unnecessarily angry, um, yeah. Obi Wan's gotten delayed. Yeah, they're going through, and apparently they're going to have um, Dave Filoni is supposed to be coming in and re-editing some some scripts and stuff like that. Yeah, but I think some bit, of that's rumor. But the big thing was it said Kathleen Kennedy was not happy with the scripts, and so instantly people were like, "Fire Kathleen Kennedy." The, these idiots haven't even seen. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. But they're really, really angry that there's a woman who's in charge of Star Wars, and it was like they tried to throw
1: Kathleen Kennedy under the bus, like with when every yeah, other like, thing that is upset. Even McGregor had to be like, "Oh, this is not as dramatic as you guys think. Yeah. We're just fine tuning it." Yeah. Like you do realize that every single show has people
0: come in and rewrite a bunch yeah. of scripts. Like, because that's what television shows do. Yeah, It's just most shows don't have this level of like eyeballs looking over the people's shoulders as it's going on. Yeah. Most shows wouldn't have to announce. Grey's Anatomy doesn't announce like a few months before they're supposed to start shooting the new season. Oh, they brought in people for rewrites. <laughs>
1: Nobody cares. Yeah. Um, I mean, I am disappointed that there's a delay now. Like, yeah. apparently filming's not going to start for a whole year now. Yeah, uh, that's a little disappointing, but but if it means getting something better, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I I trust them. Mm-hmm. So, although you're a terrible person, you disagree
0: with me, it's true. So you are. Okay. Shall we move on to the big topic, or the, do we have a, Do the, you have another piece of the news? Big in, uh No, no. Okay, let's move on.
2: Right. No.
0: Podcast. <laughs> podcast. Uh, yes. yes. All right. So today's topic we're going to talk about the themes that
1: tie the trilogy of trilogies together. Yeah. Now, this will be a mult this this could be a multi-episode thing. Yeah, we're going to um, see how long this thing drags on. Well, I'm I'm sure that in future episodes we'll continue to talk about stuff um cuz that's why I like our podcast to be yeah. I like it to be about the big ideas. Um but we'll just go over our initial first uh uh, themes that yes. we want to talk about. Now, one thing we're not going to talk about today, game,
0: we're not. We're going to talk about ring theory. You know, I actually don't even have a... leather Wow. Thing. Yeah,
1: Yeah. no, wow. I... <laughs> I, I, well, I think themes are different than ring yeah, theory. Yeah. Ring theory is like cinematic poetry. Yeah. The themes are like what lessons you want to learn. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm actually... I'm going to refrain from the membrane. Impressive. Um, so one of the first
0: themes I wanted to bring up was that each of the trilogies was a product of the era. So if you go and wa- and look at the original trilogy, um, George Lucas was fiercely anti Vietnam war. Mm-hmm. Uh, hence you had this big, huge evil empire with super weapons that could lay waste to vast swaths of land. In this case, entire Mm -hmm. planets yeah but basically like uh, i wouldn't say the death star represents agent orange but you know like it's it's a soup this superior firepower yeah it's unstoppable war machine um and in the end it's brought down by a bunch of people in the forest with spears and homemade traps and a lot of those traps they're not identical to the weapon the traps that the Viet Cong used, but the Mm -hmm. Viet Cong used similar types of things. Guerrilla tactics. Uh, Guerrilla tactics and stuff like that brought, it was the simple folk of much more primitive means managed to bring down this big, huge, powerful Mm -hmm. empire. Yeah. Um, and George Lucas has specifically said that the trilogy
1: was making a commentary on that. Yeah. Well, and also the, um, like the stolen plans were the the tapes from Nixon. Yeah. Um and so yeah, it was all the commentary based how terrible America was at yeah. that time. Yeah. Um <laughs> Can you Imagine if George Lucas did a movie today. <laughs> well <laughs> Well yeah, we'll get there. we'll get there.
0: We'll get there. So the second uh, is um if you go back to the prequels, it was about it was it began in 1999. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really about much except how corporations were greedy and were destroying democracy. If yeah. you go back and look at episode one and you actually had all the Nimodians were named after prominent Republican yeah. lawmakers at the time. Newt Gingrich. Newt Gingrich Newt, was Newt, Newt Gunroy, Right. Yeah. And, um, uh, uh lot Dodd was, uh, Dodd lot. I believe his name was, he was, he was a member of Congress, I think it was, I wasn't really paying too much attention to politics in 1999. Um, but anyway, so he, he specifically named those evil Nimodian, um, businessmen after Mm -hmm. various Republican lawmakers. But then once you got into the clone wars, it was about how we were willing to sacrifice our freedoms for security. Mm hmm. And that's exactly what the empire ended up doing was ended up forcing everybody to give up their freedoms and their Liberty for the security. And what's the best form of security besides the Patriot act an empire. Mm -hmm. And that's with, um, Padme's whole, this is how Liberty dies with thunderous applause. Yeah. Um, was basically them watching as the Patriot act was passed of giving over complete control to the government to do whatever it needed to, to stop this evil threat that they decided was it this massive threat. Um, And then you look at the new trilogy and the new trilogy is them saying, yeah, but fascism can't be killed unless you figure out a way to truly and good and truly wipe it out. Otherwise, it will just sort of fester in the background, yeah, until it explodes in s- sort of a hyper fascism that parrots the fascism of the day, um, and that's what you see with like the Proud Boys today and other mm-hmm. the Adam Waffen, various neo Nazi groups like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, literally, the it's not the rebels, it's the resistance. Yeah, and the, the resistance is like what you call the. People were just, like, a fighting Trump, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's, when people say, like, well, I don't like that it's got these <laughs> these SJW messages, you're like, you need to pay attention to yeah, every single other... They've always... And if you go back to and watch the Clone Wars series, there's, like, the entire... Like, it starts off as this, like, characters being like, hey... Hey Snips, hey Sky Guy, and then it goes into like the nature of war and like yeah, there's can some... pacifism exist in a time during yeah, war? Yeah, there's and, like some... gets like really deep into like talking about war crimes and stuff. There's an entire episode on banking regulation. <laughs> yeah, but it's a cartoon, so <laughs> yeah. It's <like> that. <laughs> um, and it's the same way that people are like, man, I don't like how this new Picard series is all about all about civil rights and all this different stuff. Are there people who are actually saying that? Yeah. Like, watch an episode of Star Trek. I know. Going back to, (laughs) like, the first episodes Uh, of the original series of Star Trek. Star Trek has always been a big, huge, like... Well, especially next generation.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's always been about space communists. (laughs) Like, Like, everybody's given up all money because they're like, we just want... The galaxy to be a better yeah.
1: place, so we don't even have money anymore. <laughs> so let me ask you this. When you say each trilogy is a product of that time period, mm-hmm. would you say that as a whole, like all, all trilogies together, it has a singular message about maybe government or America?
0: Um, I think because they're products of their eras, they do all tell a story of America from different eras. But the problem mm-hmm. is because we had an original trilogy, then a prequel trilogy, then a sequel trilogy, it's out, out of order. order. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I think you can also see them in like, you can watch cause even like, if you go back to the, the prequels, um, besides the obvious like civil war allegory in the clone wars, because you have the mm-hmm. confederacy, Versus the Republic. Um, besides that, um, you were watching sort of like these powerful businesses become more and more powerful. That's essentially what happened prior to world war two. It sort of created this war machine that needed to be used that led to the second world war, you know, besides fascism and all that, but fascism sort of uses corporations to yeah. create itself and become more powerful. So the the prequels kind of act as the World War One, yeah. So basically, to, to the original trilogy's World War Two, and then the new trilogy it ta- it it takes place thirty years after. Whereas our new like rising fascism that's happening yeah. across the world is like sixty
1: years later. But so I would say to sum up your points, what you're saying is that as a whole, it's just what. What fascism is Yeah And how we could become it Yes uh, And
0: how it can return if
1: you don't Yeah Squash it Yeah yeah. Um, yeah So what's what's your first So my theme incorporates a lot of themes And I had actually originally wanted to write an essay before this episode about it So I had my ideas all in order in a logical way um, But I don't have time for that So I'm hoping I can still write an essay, and Mark's about to open a Pepsi. And Yep. Carry on. (laughs) You know, one day when our podcast becomes big, becomes big, I tell you, Mm -hmm. we're not going to have time for this Pepsi opening, (laughs) all right? Once we get more than five (laughs) listeners. Um, So I would say, okay, you know what my new favorite quote in all of Star Wars is? I think it has the most meaning. You want to buy some death sticks? The entirety of all the trilogies is about drugs. (laughs) Elod Sleazebagado, they need to make a series about... No. (laughs) It is, you cannot deny the truth that is your family. Okay. All right. So first off, the basics, right? In both the prequels and the new sequel trilogy, Mm -hmm. you have children separated from their families. Mm -hmm. Because the Jedi would take children... Not as aggressively as the First Order, but they would, I I assume, ask uh, Eh, their parents. eh. There weren't
0: that many Force users running around whose parents were like, no, I don't want you to take my child. So I don't, I think, I think it was, there was a lot of coercion going
1: on. Yeah. Well, and even if you looked at, like, how Qui-Gon took Anakin, like, Mm -hmm. he's just like the way that he thinks that he can just decide what's right for Anakin without even consulting Shmi. Yeah. Like he's like, I'm going to free Anakin and it's not until he's freed and I'm taking him, like I'm about to take him with me that I'm going to let Shmi know. Like, Oh, by the way, way, I'm going to take your son yeah, (laughs) and you haven't been freed. You got to stay here with, with Watto. Yeah. (laughs) Like, God, there's just so many. Okay, we should do an entire episode of why Qui-Gon Jin is like one of the worst human beings ever, yeah, by the way, yeah. because he really is. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, so uh, the concept of family yeah, um, and what it means to a person, um, I think that in both the prequels and the sequel trilogy, being separated from your family um, is seen as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the prequels you obviously have Anakin who separate from his mother. Mm-hmm. And then he has all of these issues of like a, abandonment and longing to see his mom again. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually it drives him to try to find his mom again. And that's traumatic for him because she died. And, mm-hmm. um, and the Jedi who, like basically ban emotion. Yeah. Are like just uh, just deal with it. What? Like, yeah. What? No, you you don't have any problems. You're fine. Yeah. Like, um, it's because uh, they ban attachments. Literally, mm-hmm. they they say you can't have attachments. Um, that's not a good thing. And then reverse. You've got the first order taking children. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally brainwashing them. Yeah. To believe in a certain thing. Um, and I think it's meant to be a commentary that basically the Jedi were just brainwashing these children to believe their dogma.
0: Yeah. And when I was actually working on, I was going to, I was planning on running a, um, star Wars campaign that took place a thousand years before the, um, original trilogy takes place. So you have the, where there's tons and tons of Sith and everything, and my thought was I needed to sort of explain what, how the Jedi went from this much more relaxed, like they were recruiting people who were in their teens, mm-hmm. to how they got to recruiting children. And my the only thing I could come up with was, well, if the Sith start snatching up mm. sm- younger and younger children, so the Jedi it. are just like, well, we have to. Yeah. And then once the Sith are gone, they're like, well, this is just how it sh- is. Is the yeah. best way to do it. And like, you know, How do you get to the point? Because if you go back and look at the older stuff, they were recruiting teenagers and even adults. Like Luke, like when they, when it was because it was before the prequels ever came Mm -hmm. out. And so when Yoda says, oh, Luke's too old to to do the training, everybody's like, oh, so like 22 (laughs) is too old. Okay, that's fine. So in all the books and stuff, they were recruiting the the people like 15 and 16. Yeah. Like that's old enough to make your own decisions.
1: Yeah. So apparently nine is too old. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. in uh, Anakin's case. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, in,
0: um, on a, another side note. Yeah. Um, in Warhammer 40K, which takes place forty thousand years or thirty-eight thousand years in the future, mm-hmm. um, the there is this black fleet that goes around the galaxy, and because being a psychic is illegal. But more and more humanity is becoming psychic. And so these black, this black fleet goes around and they've got their own psychics who can detect if somebody's psychic. And so they show up on these worlds and just basically scour the world for all the psychics Mm -hmm. as all the way down to children and then round them up and take them onto the, the ships and then terrible, horrible things happen to them. Some of them, managed to become members of the Imperium and it's all great. Yeah. Except they're all driven insane. Others, <laughs> much worse things happen. But anytime I see like the Jedi going and picking up kids, I'm like, yeah, it's essentially the black fleet of, of 40 K just maybe better.
1: Maybe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it, and it occurs to me that, you know, it, it the, the break in in dogma, um kind of the programming, like Anakin breaking away from it. Mm-hmm. Um it caused the big turn of events and like Finn breaking away from it. Mm-hmm. Um it just seems like very monumentous mm-hmm. um uh events Some words are escaping me, but yeah you get my point. Um so Kind of at, at the core there, you kind of have like, okay, so you shouldn't separate children from their family. Yeah. Um, and then you see what happens when, with Anakin, you know, he is torn from his mother. And then uh, with his new family, Padme, mm-hmm. uh, he's like afraid to lose her. Yeah. And they're like, nah, just don't worry about it. Yeah. Just don't worry about it. And it's fine. Yeah. I remember <laughs> we, were, we were watching
0: episode three and like, Yoda knows that Anakin and Padme, like Yoda can't not know that Anakin and Padme are married <laughs> yeah. and that she's pregnant. But he's like, I just, I'm really worried about a situation yeah. that I find myself in. Yeah. Yoda knows what he's talking about. And he's just like,
1: you just gotta let it go, man. Yeah, man. Just celebrate those who turn into the forest. doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Like, that's like the most horrible way yeah. to treat somebody going through trauma. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So uh, the theme being you can't deny the truth that is your family. Yeah. Right. Yoda's telling him to deny basically Padme. Right. Yeah. And and uh in Attack of the Clones they tell him to, you know, deny his mother. And um ultimately that leads to him becoming evil. I yeah. mean that you trying to suppress um your family mm-hmm. leads to evil. Uh, and then obviously we see that with Kylo Ren.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so Kylo Ren, he's tr- literally trying to, I guess, kill the past, right? His whole thing is killing his ties to his family. He killed his father. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he's just trying to deny the truth that, that haunts his father. Yeah. And, sorry, I'm distracted because Mark's <laughs> petting his cat. He's the most adorable <laughs> kitty ever. He's the adorable cat. Um, uh, one, one actually fun Tidbit of ring theory that mm-hmm. now he's taking a selfie with this. I'm cat. gonna post it up on the Facebook this, page. I'll tell you what, we'll make this picture the little icon where uh, the episode is uh, yeah. posted. People are like what? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so Anakin, yeah, he goes to the dark side right because uh, he loses his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that starts it. Uh, Kylo Ren. Flip the script. He comes back to the light because his mother, in an effort to reach him, he, like he, like lost her. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so uh, finally, I think Kylo Ren has uh, this new family in in Rey, Yeah, kind of like Anakin had Padme. Yeah. Um. And that also helps him come back to the light. Yeah. Um, uh, but what's more powerful about Kylo Ren's story is that. Family. So literally, Leia, Luke, and Han all give up their lives to try to reach Kylo Ren. Yeah, to, yeah. to come back to the light side. Yeah, family uh, forgives. Family has compassion for you, even if you've done all these terrible things. That's why it's family different from like mm-hmm. just friendships or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so you get that hardcore message of like how valuable family is. Mm-hmm. And literally you see that again with in the original trilogy, like Darth Vader can't deny the truth that Luke is his son being electrocuted in front of him. Yeah. he's Like, no, I, sorry guys, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. And to bring it back to like the Jedi, uh, how terrible they are when Obi-Wan is sitting down with Luke in return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's more machine now than man twisted and evil. Yeah. Obi-Wan is literally telling Luke to deny the truth that Darth Vader is his father. Yeah. He's telling him to deny yeah. the truth that he's his family. He's like, listen, from a certain point of view, yeah. I, I totally killed dead. Yeah. He's he's not your family. Okay. Yeah. Like, don't like, like family believes you can be redeemed. Yeah. Again, forgiveness. And, yeah. um, so it's just funny, like you can portray that Jedi, this kind of older, uh, mentor character, like, no, 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 he's, he's, he's not your family. Deny it. Yeah. And then Force Awakens, Lauren Santeca, like you cannot deny the truth. That is your family. It's such like yeah. a huge reversal. Yeah. Um
0: I anyways. And we've discussed before <laughs> about how Obi-Wan and Yoda had basically <laughs> tried to turn Luke into an assassination yeah. like weapon against Darth Vader. They're like, hopefully this kid can kill him. If he doesn't he dies, who cares? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um and then and then you also see this, uh, with, uh, Ray too, obviously. Um, now there's obviously this big theme of like being an orphan, mm-hmm. you know, Anakin was taken away. Um, Luke, I mean, I guess Luke had his aunt, uncle, his whole life, mm-hmm. but he always like, he was always thinking about his father. Yeah. Always asking about him. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Rey is literally just like an orphan, just on her own, and then for herself her whole life. Um, And so, I I mean, after you see Rise of Skywalker, at first (laughs) it seems like the message is you cannot deny the truth that is your family unless you're a Palpatine, then you should deny the shit out of that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But the greater nuanced point being that you can choose your family. Yeah. And. You know, I, again, these dumb internet toxic fan base that are like losing their minds because they're like, Ray's not a Skywalker. Mm. So stupid. The real Skywalker's Ben Solo. It's like, why do you not understand the important message of what the Skywalkers mean? Um As a family, they mean, they mean both your successes and your failures. They, they mean... Redemption, I mean, I mean, even Luke, you know, who's like one of the most pure characters, needed redemption because mm-hmm. he's like, he gave up. Yeah. Um, so I guess Leia is probably the only Skywalker who's made it out without really failing. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, so you have, uh, you know, the, the, what the Skywalkers mean to you, what your mm-hmm. family means to you. Like, you're like, no, I'm going to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to deny... The truth about these people, their impact on me. Yeah. Uh, and so that's why Rey being Skywalker is so beautiful. And it actually occurred to me that ray picking her name Skywalker, it's almost like a reversal of when Sith, um, they always get the name Darth.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's yeah. like, uh, you know, Anakin becomes Darth Vader. He's like, I'm going to become this, I'm going to be part of the Sith family. Yeah, um, which is kind of true because you see, like the Sith go down in the rule of two, yeah. kind of like this father son um, dynamic, mm-hmm. um, or daughter, I guess. If the if the father's goal was always to have his son murder him, <laughs> well, and and the father's spirit going into his son, yeah, and then yeah. And so forth. Um, so. It, it's kind of like a, like, like a light side version of it, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm now Ray Skywalker. Like I have yeah. now become my Jedi title. Yeah. Like, I, I stopped it that way. Yeah. And then also with Finn, right? He picks a new name, mm-hmm. right? Well, I mean, he's given his name by Poe. Yeah. Um, so like, like breaking that programming, um, like he's going to choose to be someone else. Mm-hmm. So this And is- in all the best
0: headcanons, Finn and Poe then become a family themselves. Yes. So and um, he becomes Finn Dameron. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so yes, um I would have preferred that. But yes. Um so the, you know, so the ideas of like picking your family were were already sown in Force Awakens and they yeah. came into and JJ Abrams clearly wanted to hit on that, mm-hmm. um which is why he brought it back in um um so I think it's a nice way to look at all nine films. Mm -hmm. As like just the, what family means and how you, you can't deny the truth, um, that is your family because of that power of, uh, forgiveness and, and like, and what it can mean to you. So,
0: and that is part of the whole trilogy of trilogies is about how each generation has to fix the problems of the previous generation so I mean if you look at the prequels the way Anakin fixes the problems of (laughs) the Jedi being such a messed up organization is to wipe them out so not great I mean because that includes (laughs) the children Um, Uh,
1: not just the men but the women and children as well I'm sorry on a side note you would really think that Anakin being a child torn away from his mother like There was that, no
0: reason for that. The only reason that, that would have gave him
1: pause. The only
0: reason for that scene was just so you go, oh, okay. Darth Vader's a bad guy. Like <laughs> like we didn't get that
1: already. Yeah. Like <laughs> they, they should have had clones go in Like and like. It's like, even on like, like, I don't know. You've seen the show Breaking Bad. Um, I've seen it, some episodes here and there, but. I okay. Well, there's like this, so there's this drug dealer who like, he's got a thing about like protecting kids. So even though he's the scummy guy, like he like had a terrible life, yeah. and he's like, no man, you don't you don't mess with kids. Like, but like that
0: scene, like, like when we saw the holograms of like Luke chopping cutting down the Jedi in the Jedi Temple, or on, Anakin, on, on like Anakin, excuse yeah. me, Anakin <laughs> cutting down the Jedi in the Jedi Temple, that should have been the scene where you see Anakin. The scene with the little kids like hiding should have been the clones walking in and them coming out and being like, yeah. Commander Rex, with are so scared. And then they're like, click, click. Like, and then, like, sorry, like kids. Yeah, the reasons we exist. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but that's you know a tangent. So Anakin, quote unquote, fixes the Jedi, the the decadence and the the problems of the Jedi. Yeah, the corruption by wiping them out. Luke and the rebels have to fix the fact that the previous generation let the empire come to pass mm-hmm. and they're, they're all living sort of cause you look at the prequel trilogy and everything's all beautiful and decadent. You look at the original trilogy and everything's sort of like yeah. broken and falling apart. They're living in a, in the ruins of, of the Republic. Yeah and they're trying to fix and restore the Republic to what it was. And then you, of course you go into the new trilogy and the previous generation had become complacent and allowed something like the first order to rise up. Um, and so it's up to this, this new generation of resistance ragtag heroes to
1: finally set right what the previous generation failed at. Yeah. Yeah, it it reminds me of a previous episode we did on um, how each government used their military. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you remember, like, uh, it was like... About how the Separatists are actually the heroes of the (laughs) Clone Wars? (laughs) I mean, yeah, I'm sure they did chase up too, but... uh... (laughs) Well, I mean, they did, like, that, the, a lot of the Clone Wars is, like,
0: focused yeah. on, like, look at all the war crimes separatists yeah. are doing. But really, like, they're like, hey, we'll just send in some robots. They're the ones who are creating life and then yeah. slaughtering it. <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: But, like, how, like, so obviously they, like, for instance, the Empire, like, they were so afraid of having an over-militarized force that mm-hmm. they, uh, they had, like, zero military which Mm -hmm. made them susceptible then to the first order. Yeah. And it was like, okay, you have to have some sort of balance of like military force. Like, like when the U S decided to take troops out of the South, Mm -hmm. all the Jim Crow laws came back. And like, it was like, maybe you guys, like maybe you actually need to, you
0: do need to enforce your values. mm -hmm. Like, and I mean, to get all historian on you, like everybody would have preferred the troops be kept there but we ended up with one of the most racist presidents in history who ended up mm-hmm. being placed in the white house by the South. And so that's why it ended up ending. Yeah. But yes. Like, but you get my point about yes, like, yes. yes. If you, you can't just take the troops out, like
1: just it, be like, you know what? You know, I'm sure you guys can figure it out. Yeah. Me. Like you're fine. Like yeah. there's gotta be some sort of balance, like trying to, so basically tie back what you're saying, mm. trying to fix what each generation in, did before. In the, same,
0: in the same way, we've still got troops in Germany. We've still got multiple military bases now. Yeah. Germany's not prob- probably going to act up anytime soon, but we're no, like, yeah.
1: just in case, well, Germany had the the like foresight to like forbid any yeah. any any Nazi imagery, any yeah. like any like you couldn't read uh, My, was it Mein Kampf? Mein Kampf, yeah, like you couldn't get it in a library or anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they did a really good job of helping <laughs> squash that down. But uh, anyways off topic. Um, so if each, yeah, if each generation is trying to fix, um, the previous, like what is the balance between the military and the government? Yeah, um, yeah. And, and, whatnot, so.
0: and then I think one of the other big overriding themes of the films is redemption, clear. which is a clear, simple one, but redemption doesn't equal absolution. No, and it doesn't equal like complete forgiveness. It's a if somebody is redeemed, Star Wars really quickly is like, well, I mean, this person's got to die because <laughs> otherwise, like, if we do another yeah. trilogy, it's just them going to be walking around like apologizing I'm to everybody. Really sorry, guys, like, <laughs> I'm really sorry about all the genocide. Yeah. <laughs> so what? So the way that they can show redemption is. By having the person be redeemed. Yeah. And then you just kill them off to make it a lot quicker. But redemption is an important part. It doesn't matter what you've done, Mm -hmm. how far you've fallen, you always can be redeemed.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's the clear lesson of uh, Kaloran. Yeah. It's like, even though he rejected the most perfect opportunity for redemption in Last Jedi. Yeah. He was still able to be redeemed in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, uh, and cause it's not like, it, it'd be like if, you know, if Vader had multiple chances to be, if they showed him multiple chances to be redeemed, um, mm-hmm. in the original trilogy, but he only had like the one, right? Yeah. And so that's why it's even more powerful with Kylo Ren cause it's like multiple chances. And it's like, no, you, you give them every chance. Yeah. Um, I mean, you keep giving them chances. the whole idea of Ray healing Kylo Ren mm-hmm. being like, I'm going to show mercy on you, even yeah. though. You're, like, my most hated enemy. Like, Mm -hmm. um, what do you say, though, like, uh, then, like, Kylo Ren and Vader becoming one with the Force, like, is that too great of a reward? I mean... No,
0: because the Force is just an energy field created by all living things, and they're... Does it surround
1: us and penetrate us?
0: It does. It binds the galaxy together. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, like, becoming one with the Force, I don't see as, like, a reward. No. It's just like basically they've You're becoming one with nature. Yeah. Basically they've, they've,
1: it's they've not like given a... up
0: the, their hatred and therefore they basically can't help but become one with the force. Yeah. It's very like like Buddhist like you've sort of stepped into the next plane because you no longer have attachment you no longer are Attachment to hatred and anger and, and yeah. everything. And yeah. It's not,
1: it's not Buddhist, but it's similar to Buddhism. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, but yeah, like I see on when I when I had the the Twitter, mm-hmm. all these people were like, like Ben Solo, like he did nothing wrong. Like yeah. people like complaining that he died and they should have given him this perfect happy ending.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like any time like someone would be like, you know, he like helped do genocide, right? Yeah. Like anytime someone would bring that up, they'd be like, Well no, he was conflicted about it. Like, oh okay. So I guess if I just murder someone, but I'm then you're like, Oh, I
0: don't but
1: I'm conflicted about it, it's okay. Like (laughs) (laughs) Uh So yeah, I agree. There should be like not a balance between uh redemption, but not like Absolutely. So right from a say. purely
0: narrative <laughs> standpoint, the reason, they just go, oh, you're redeemed. Uh you're dead now.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but like, but yeah. redemption does play an important role. It's like I saw somebody online, they said, one thing that is a conflict in Star Wars is that from a narrative perspective, they need to tell you that fascism is real, real bad. But from a marketing perspective, yeah. they need to tell you that I Darth know. Vader looks really cool. Yeah, all
1: the <laughs> stormtroopers yeah. and...
0: Yeah. <laughs> so there's that constant
1: conflict. Yeah. 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 Like I think when people have tried to give me like stormtrooper stuff in the past, I've like never kept yeah. it or like it in or the past, anything. I've wanted to
0: have like a suit of stormtrooper armor. Yeah. But like now what I want is a set of stormtrooper armor that then I can like make it look like I'm a former stormtrooper who like joined the rebels. and So my <laughs> yeah, stormtrooper yeah. armor is like, yeah. Sort of like kit bashed together. That's, like, my new goal for, like, a costume instead of a full, like, nice set of Stormtrooper
1: armor. Because I'm like,
0: do I really want to dress like a fascist? Yeah. I don't think I do. I really want to yeah.
1: kill. Oh, that was another thing. Was someone on the Twitter yeah. was like, well, it was just Snoke and Hux who were doing the orders and stuff. And it's like literally the first scene in Force Awakens is Kylo Ren ordering the troops to shoot all the villagers, yeah, like to kill them, yeah. <laughs> so he, he he did a my Lai massacre like, on the like, entire village, yeah. <laughs> he was a bad dude, guys. Yeah. Like, like, but even someone that bad, he can be redeemed. Yeah, you can you can still reach them and never give up on reaching them. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. Which by let's do some trivia. Cut it off there, yeah. Cut off like a cut off a Hand. hand. Actually, you know what? That bugs me. In the sequel trilogy, there were no limbs cut off. Oh, you're right. Because phase two of the Marvel
0: Cinematic Universe, every single film had somebody losing a limb. Yeah. And the reason was is because they're like, oh, it's phase two. It's like the Empire Strikes Back yeah, of, the, of right? the Marvel films. And yeah. so every single one had somebody losing their arm or somebody who had lost an arm already. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there wasn't anybody. Because all the prequels always had somebody losing a limb. Yeah. Everybody lost limbs in the prequels. Nobody lost a limb in the sequels trilogy? I guess
1: if you count C-3PO's red arm. <laughs> no, I
0: wouldn't count that. Um,
1: but, yeah, no. you're right. I mean, there's no no one had a robot hand. Yeah, I was trying to think of like secondary characters,
0: but nobody. Wow. Yeah. Huh. That's a really odd thing for them to like. That would be like g- looking and back and be like, like, "Wait a minute, nobody in the sequel trilogy said I have a bad feeling about this." Right. Like uh, it feels uh,
1: like a, an iconic part of Star Wars, the part uh, of Ring Theory. Like, yeah.
0: what, what the hell, man? Yeah. Where's my chopped off limbs? Yeah. Every single <laughs> every
1: single prequel and original trilogy I can't, film had somebody lose an arm. I can't even think of any creatures like like the Wampa has arm cut off, but. Well, and I'd, was there any creatures? No. It, it's really odd. It's very unsettling. It clearly, is. Kathleen Kennedy, who's the <laughs> is the architect of of people. She, clearly, she's against people who are disabled. Of course, because yeah, she hates vets who have to get who have to get robotic replacements. <laughs>
0: Let's get some trivia done. Ah, uh, louder. Who needs About time for some trivia, going face to face, going face to face. Head on, Gavin Mark, and show
2: Who's the king? Some say Mark can win, but some say he cannot be gay. He cannot be gay. Each one has a different strength that they bring.
0: Six questions per person are asked about the mother love Star Wars world. We love, yeah. So good luck to both of you. Show us what you can do. Oh, Gabe, I love you. But Mark, I love you too. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one. oh Okay, so we are currently tied still. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm going to kick things off. All right. mm-hmm. How many horns sprout from a Tauntaun's head?
1: Oh, is it two or is it four? I'm going to say two.
0: It is two. Yes. All right. Who is the first person Luke Skywalker chooses to confide in once he confirms that he's Darth Vader's son?
1: Um. Wow. Once he confirms his I guess Yoda. It's Leia. He doesn't
0: confide in Yoda, but that's, a, that's the that's first person he
1: talks to about it. Yeah, but he doesn't confide. Yeah, he confides. No, con, no, no. Confide. He's like, it's a very like he's like, is Darth Vader my father? Like, what does confide father, mean? Your father, he is. Like, he's confiding in him that he learns tell someone that.
0: about a secret or private Find matter while trusting. Them not to repeat it to others. Well, trusting them not to repeat it to others. Okay. If <laughs> is telling somebody a secret. Okay. I guess he
1: just, so he didn't confide it. Okay. To him, I guess he's like Yoda, please don't tell that snake over there. All right. All right. All right. I guess he does really just confirm it with Yoda. Yeah. He doesn't confide it. Yeah. And I guess the, yes, he confirms with Obi-Wan to fine. You know what? Who takes time to sit and meditate in the middle of a lightsaber battle Qui-gon, while momentarily turning The worst Jedi of all of them. Uh, yep. qui Worse than Anakin.
0: Who will need... <laughs> 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 who will need Queen Amidala's help, according to Governor Bibble? Who will need Queen
1: Amidala's help? According to Governor Bibble. Uh, C.O. Bibble. He? Well, I know. I know Seal Bibble is. Okay? <laughs> come on! Come on! Come on! Everybody, I'm not Seal Bibble. I'm not an idiot. It's not like he doesn't have his own Disney Plus series. God. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to the 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 this. Uh, he's talking about. I mean, he's talking about the senator. Or is he talking about the? I need your. I'll need your help. I can picture him saying the line like, they will need your help." Bob Seal Bibble. I don't. Um, I'm going to say the, the, uh, no, maybe talk talking about the chancellor even. Uh, oh God. Um. You need to have an answer. Okay. The senator. What senator?
0: Palpatine. Yes. Okay.
1: Damn it. Isn't he their
0: only senator? Yeah. I was just hoping you'd <laughs> say somebody else. <laughs> you'd panic and be like, <gasps> <Schillings." laughs> uh, which planet or Collins? <laughs> she never spent the pulse through. <laughs> Which planet does Princess Leia consider to be her homeworld? Alderaan. Oh, Ooh, yeah, that's right. Um, who is that's the first, Who is fir- the first person to receive a medal in the awards ceremony after the Battle of Yavin? Han.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. Right. You I missed that. myself. Fun fact. Yeah. In the original Marvel comic. Yes, I am uh, the that. New Hope. Uh, that right after. Yeah, it's talking about New Hope. Yeah they say the reason that Chewbacca didn't get a medal was because Leia wasn't tall enough to put it on him. Yeah, it was like... That was was the reason. But here's (laughs) the thing, that
0: comic came out, like, at the same time as the movie. It's like they anticipated that people would be like, hey... Why didn't that big bear get one? <laughs> so they they actually I, had in the because yeah, I I actually own that comic
1: the original one yeah this, the narration character. is like space princesses aren't tall enough it's yeah. just a space princess yeah. not just a princess yeah <laughs> all right so I missed one
0: they also spent a lot of time talking about all of the like laser swords and and like all the blasters make zap sounds. <laughs> In the comic, it, they really weren't quite sure yeah. what was going they on don't know what with they were Star doing. Wars. <laughs>
1: All right, go ahead. Um, yeah, but Laser Sword is both set in the prequels and in the sequels. I know. But they spent a lot of time yeah. calling them Laser Swords. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I missed one because of a technicality. No. It was a very, very small technicality. The technicality was you getting the question. No, the the technicality was I didn't think through the question. Yeah. It wasn't, okay, but that doesn't mean my knowledge about Star Wars is is less. It is. It just means that I didn't think about the question. I'm a bad test taker. That's what it means. No.
0: Carry on. (laughs) Now you ask
1: me. All right. Who wishes the Rebel pilot's luck before the Battle of Hoth? Princess Leia. It's Space Princess Leia. Oh, okay. Who argues that Palpatine must die rather than live to stand trial because the Chancellor controls the courts?
0: That would be Mace Windu. (laughs) I just love that
1: Anakin is like, he's just all of a sudden really into the court system. He's just like, no, he must stand trial. You
0: must understand there's a separation of powers. Yeah, he's just
1: like... There's the legislative. (laughs) (laughs) He's like just really into government. Could you imagine if like... In episode nine, Palpatine's like shooting Ray. If Kyle Red comes out, he's like, no, he must stand trial. Just like his grandfather. And Ray's like, no, he's too dangerous to be kept alive. Please. I'm so weak. Right. I have the power to save the ones who love. Actually, we have that power right now too. Oh, yeah.
0: shit. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Next question.
1: Who uses a small saw to free himself and his friends from the Ewok net trap? r 2 d toa. Who fi- Oh, it's R-2-D-2. I was speaking Huddy. I'm sorry. We don't was, take Huddy's answers. We speak Hutties. American here. <laughs> <laughs> who fires a blaster bolt that ricochets off the walls of the trash compactor?
0: Ooh, who fired it? Who well, fired it? It's Han. Yes. Yeah, okay. Gabe was giving me this long look like, <laughs> like th- else. I thought I was, yeah. It was, I was about to say, well, like Luke did first because he said we already tried that, but we don't actually know who it was. Yeah, either, right? yeah. He just said we tried that, yeah. so.
1: Which planet does Darth Sidious rush to after his search for Yoda proves fruitless? He rushes to Moose. This is like so the easiest card ever. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here's a good one. How many individuals are shown falling into the rancor pit? Ooh.
0: Three individuals damn are shown Daniel. falling into the rancor pit. First, you had the damn you all the uh, Ula, Ula the slave dancer. Then you had uh, first was was second was Luke, and yeah. then third was Bill the Good Guard. Yeah. I actually don't know the name of that, Camorian Guard. I feel like a bad Star Wars fan. I should
1: look that up. It looked like a child, too. No, he was... It was shorter than the other... He was a little bit short, But he was... I think it was a child, man. Could have been. I think they just... Probably Warwick Davis again. I <laughs> He's everywhere. <laughs> I just think, basically, that the real thing that ties all the trilogies together is yeah. just killing younglings.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Man. I mean, look at all the dead Ewoks. A lot of those were... Besides being little people, a lot of them were also children, so...
1: <laughs> we're getting too, too meta here. All right. So,
0: <clears throat> I am now one ahead. Because I'm the best. I'm going
1: to... Around. This is stupid. No one's
0: going to ever keep you down. Okay, or like... Should we,
1: do you want to give up, then? This shouldn't be the reason that, I, that I'm behind. But it is. But it's not. But it is. Because I'm actually ahead. You're not. You see... You're
0: actually 20 points behind. No, I'm not. Yeah, it just happened right now. You, no. I just decided that. All right, so thank you for listening. Yeah, we kind of, I don't know, I feel kind of
1: out of it this episode. I'm tired. I have kids.
0: Yeah, you yeah. you got plural now. Yeah. So it's only getting worse. So, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we will see you next time. <laughs> have a good night.
1: Let your death be the final word in the story of Voice of the Rebellion. You are nothing! A scavenger girl is no match for the power in me! I am all the Snapchatters! And I am all
0: the podcasters! Podcast.
2: Podcast. Podcast.
1: Voice of the Rebellion Conversations going every which way And Mark and Gabe can never quite completely agree Voice of the Rebellion The podcast will be with you, always Voice of the Rebellion
2: levels work. This is all this moment. Keeps we kind of going this way, but you do know better. What? What's that? A transport have saved.